0: Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so delighted for you to meet our guest today, Sri Rao, the author of... Bollywood kitchen. It is such a fun celebration about Indian cuisine. And I love how you're pairing film and food. What inspired you?
1: Well, everyone loves dinner in a movie, right? So this is my version of dinner in a movie using Bollywood films. You know, so Bollywood, as many people are aware, is the Indian film industry. And it gets its name from Hollywood in Bombay. So, Bollywood, putting those two words <laughs> together. And it's the largest film industry in the world. They produce, like, 1,500 movies a year. And um, they sell twice as many tickets as we do here in Hollywood. It's very popular, not just in India, but in the UK and in the Middle East, all over the world. And the great thing about these movies is that they are all musicals. Yay. So anyone who loves a musical will love Bollywood because they're so colorful and gorgeous sets and costumes and choreography. So I decided to pick my favorite Bollywood movies that anyone who has not watched Bollywood before would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Movies that you can watch online on Netflix or Sling TV, Amazon, iTunes. And then with each film, I paired one of my home-cooked Indian meals based on recipes from my mom.
0: I love that. And it is a celebration of the world, the taste of the world here on Kitchen Chat. I really, I just laughed out loud when I read one excerpt from your book about (laughs) how Bollywood is like having your own backup singer (laughs) accompany you.
1: (laughs) Yes, Bollywood is where everyone travels with their own backup dancers. Yes. And wouldn't we love to have backup dancers with us right now? We have backup chefs behind us today. We do.
0: We're broadcasting this from Read It and Eat here in Chicago. Make sure you check out their website. They have some great cookbook authors and some delicious pairings of food and And we'll give you a sneak peek behind the kitchen soon. But first, we want to talk about these wonderful pairings and just to have a greater appreciation of just this love of all things Bollywood in India. What was the beginning of this?
1: So I was born and raised in a small town in Pennsylvania, of all places. And when I was growing up, there were very few Indian families around. I was pretty much the only non-white kid in my high school. And so the only ways that I was connected to my Indian tradition, my parents are from India, the only way that I connected to my culture and my heritage were through the wonderful meals that my mom would prepare every night at six o'clock for dinner. And I loved eating that food. And also through the movies that we would watch every night after dinner as a family. And so these Bollywood movies that my parents would play on our VCR at home, that's how I learned the language. That's how I learned um, the music and the culture and so much of about India since I had, I've only been there a handful of times in my entire life.
0: And I love, too, how how it really is so timely, this book, because there is such a great Indian influence. Yeah,
1: I'm really excited. I feel like we're at a moment right now in America where people are really appreciating Indian culture. And so I'm sure there are a lot of people that love yoga, that (laughs) are trying meditation, Um, all of these things that come from my culture that people are discovering is a really healthy way of living. You know, um, meditation is great for your mind and for your body. Yoga is the same and with the food Indian food um, is a incredibly healthy. And unlike the Indian food that you find in a lot of restaurants here in the United States, some of that stuff can be unhealthy. There's a lot of cream. There's a lot of oil. There's a lot of fried foods. But the way that we eat at home is so much simpler and so healthy. A lot of vegetarian dishes and vegan dishes, because in India, there are hundreds of millions of vegetarians. So we really wrote the book on vegetarian cuisine in making vegetables not boring, but full of flavor and just as vibrant as meat dishes. Now, my, my book is not all vegetarian, but there are meat dishes in here as well. But we use lean meats, you know, yes. chicken and fish and seafood. So incredibly healthy. I think people are, are are discovering all those aspects of Indian culture.
0: But I was so surprised about okra. I grew up in the South. I grew mm-hmm. up in Alabama, and okra was just a staple in our household. Yes. And to to read how prevalent. It is in India as well.
1: Yeah. Okra is a really popular vegetable in India. And, um, it's, it's interesting because I think what people will discover is that Indian food is not intimidating to make. People have that impression that Indian food is going to be complicated, that there's going to be a lot of obscure ingredients. But the thing is that there are so many familiar components of it, like okra, like other vegetables that are in here, green beans and chickpeas and kidney beans, chicken and fish and shrimp, all ingredients that you're familiar with. And then the spices, I really want to clear up to people two things. One is that people think that Indian food is really spicy. That it's going to be really hot. And I'm sure there are some people that love hot food, but there are a lot of people that, that don't like hot food. And the thing is, I don't like hot food. I don't eat spicy food and I eat Indian food all the time. So Indian food is not supposed to be hot. It's supposed to be flavorful. And so that there's a big difference there. The the level of the heat is just controlled by the amount of cayenne that you put in the dish. So if you like it hot, put more cayenne, go to town. But if you don't like it hot, though, like me, then just put less cayenne. Okay. Right? And, so, and then the other thing about the spices is that people think that there are a lot of obscure spices that they've never heard of. But just like the okra mm-hmm. that you're all familiar <laughs> with, the spices, what I like to say in the book is that of all of the recipes that are in this book, you can make with ingredients that are already in your pantry. So the spices, if you've ever made Mexican food, or if you've even made a pot of chili, you have everything that you need. It's cumin and coriander, Mm -hmm. garlic and ginger, cinnamon and cloves, which you may not be familiar with in terms of savory dishes, Mm -hmm. because we use them a lot, right, in desserts. But in Indian food, we use those in uh, in savory dishes because they add a nice warmth to uh, to the meal. So those those are pretty much the main spices, and of course, salt and pepper. And you know, you can handle that, I imagine.
0: Absolutely. Talk about some of your specific pairings with the Bollywood movies. Do you have a favorite movie? And you're also a producer, I might add. Of. Uh, Bollywood movies. Which movie did you produce? Let's talk about that.
1: Yes, I'm one of the few Americans to be fortunate enough to work to have worked in Bollywood. And um, I produced a couple of films for a studio called Yash Raj Films, which is sort of like the Disney of India, the big um, studio there. And I wrote a film um that came out last year called Bar Bar Deco and its claimed to fame is that we have the number one song of the year. Um this a very popular song called Kala Cheshma. If there is anyone watching that is either Indian or has been to an Indian wedding or an Indian party in the last year, they have definitely heard my song. We have like three hundred and fifty million views on YouTube or something like that. So I'm really proud of that and it's it's a lot of fun, you know? Yes. So and can you sing a little
0: bit no. from that? <laughs>
1: No, you cannot get me to do that. We can dance a little bit, but only if you dance with me.
0: I will. And we will definitely do the dance soon. But a fascinating fact, and then we'll get back to the pairing that you were saying that the singers in these productions aren't really singing. Could you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so that's really interesting. So in Bollywood musicals, the actors who are on screen are not singing. They are lip syncing. (laughs) So um, unlike, you know, with our Broadway musicals and uh, the actors are actually singing, they don't do that in India. And it's probably because there are so many musicals made every year that if you had to find actors who can also sing who can also dance you know you'd have like three people in all in that in all 1500 movies so what they do instead is um the actors act and they dance and then they have um singers professional singers who record the songs and then the actors move their lips to to match the lyrics so yeah so you don't have to be a great singer to be a Bollywood star if anyone has dreams of going to Bollywood
0: yes very exciting and and there have been some American stars, right? there
1: have been some, um, some folks that were not born in India. For example, the, the woman who starred in two of my films, her name is Katrina Mm. and she is not from India. Um, but she is one of the biggest superstars in Bollywood right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, that is just so exciting so back to your movie and and yes. is it featured in
1: the book my movie my movie is not featured in the book I thought that would be a little too self uh, self-serving <laughs> but there are you know my favorite movies my favorite contemporary Bollywood movies are in here we have everything from dramas to comedies Um Lush, beautiful, epic period pieces. You know, it's just a really gorgeous coffee table book, too, because it has all these film photographs that are gorgeous Bollywood uh, photos in it as well. And one of my favorites is this movie. It's called Devdas. And it is a sort of an iconic film. It is an epic story. It's a tragic love story. It has gorgeous sets and costumes. Um, it's based on a novel, and every Indian has seen this movie. It's, it's sort of like the Gone with the Wind of, oh. of Bollywood, <laughs> right? And so with this, I wanted to pair a really lush flavorful dinner. That is also one of my favorites. So I paired with it a dish called Kima, which is a ground beef curry. And it's um, one of my family's favorites. And I wanted people to discover it because it's so simple and it's so accessible to American cooks because it's made out of ground beef, you know? And if you can crumble some ground, ground beef in a pan and stew it with some tomatoes and some spices, then you can make Kima. And it, I, I, I trust me. It takes brown beef to a whole other level. You will love it. Wow. I'm, a, I'm actually working with her on a on an American project right now for ABC.
0: Yes, uh, you have so many hats that you're wearing, and this is the ABC sitcom with Priyanka Chopra.
1: Yes, as well? yeah, yeah. Priyanka Chopra, who a lot of people know from Quantico, um, uh-huh. is producing uh, my project along with this woman Madhuri Dixit, who is sort of the Julia Roberts of Bollywood. Uh-huh. and she has a very interesting, a very interesting story. The project that I'm writing for ABC is in. Inspired by her own life. Um, so she was, she is an icon in Bollywood. And so at the height of her career, she quit, got married to an American doctor and moved to suburban Denver. <laughs> 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 and, and none of her neighbors knew who she was. No one knew that they were, you know, sharing, you know, soccer carpools with this global superstar who had hundreds of millions of fans. <laughs> None of her neighbors had any clue. Um, and I always thought that that was a really interesting concept mm-hmm. for, for a story. And so I approached her and, and we're developing that story for ABC mm-hmm. as a, as a comedy.
0: Exciting, and I guess now we'll be pairing food and TV sitcoms yes. as well. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Hopefully soon, you can do that also.
0: Yes, and I hope you'll feature some of the recipes on the show
1: too. Yeah, I, I hope to. You know, yeah. if if enough people respond well to Bollywood Kitchen and and like it, then who knows where we could go from here?
0: Oh, now what are three tips you would give to the home chef? <laughs> who are trying to get their courage to expand their palate and make Indian cuisine at home.
1: I'm a home cook also. You know, I am not a trained chef. I um, actually have not even been cooking for that long. I just started cooking maybe about five or six years ago because I wanted to learn my mom's recipes and to be able to carry them on um, and to learn that tradition. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. That's the first thing I want to say. And in terms of three tips, I would say that Instead of three tips, I'm going to say it's three steps. Okay. There are three steps to making any Indian dish. And you think that Indian food is really complicated, but it's not. It's not like French cuisine where the technique is really complicated or Japanese cuisine where maybe it's very precise. Indian food is very forgiving. It's, um, it's very easy and the technique is three steps. Okay. Okay. So the first step is you saute your onions right anyone can do that yes. <laughs> yes a little bit of oil in a pan you chop up an onion you put it in there and you just saute your onion to you get some nice deep color on them because that's the base for your flavor for your curry right the second step is you throw it in your spices. Okay. So um, we always throw in our spices in the beginning with the onion and with the oil because you want your spices to, to warm up and you want them to release their essential oils. You don't want to throw the spices in at the end whenever you're making anything. You want to throw them in in the beginning because that's the way that you sort of wake up spices and bring out their full flavor. So back in the day, you know, my mom, my grandmother might've ground their own spices, but I don't do that anymore, okay. you know? And you don't need to, I mean, if you like to, If there are some foodies out there who really, you know, like to get into it, you absolutely can do that. But I, but I personally buy my ground cumin, my ground coriander, you know, my, you know, my garlic and my ginger. I'll chop those up, but you could use, um, garlic powder and, and, and ground ginger as well. It really doesn't matter. Again, Indian food is very forgiving. So you can use all powdered spices. So the second step is you saute your spices in with the onions. And then the third step is you throw in your main ingredient whether it's chicken or whether it's vegetables you know whatever it is you throw it in you stir it all up together and then you let it simmer on a low heat on the stove and that's essentially all you need to know to make indian food okay. Okay. You got it. There you go. This is
0: great. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.